Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs of all one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott, and I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Brandon Cullen, the chief contact officer of Metabolic, a strength and conditioning gym for athletes. And Metabolic, Inc. delivers unparalleled strength and conditioning to an oversaturated, cardio-focused market. Backed by science and years of athletic experience, Protocol Mad's signature combination of fat torching intervals will enable you to carve a lean athletic physique. And we're going to talk to Brandon about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs of all one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Brandon Cullen, the chief contact officer of Metabolic, a strength and conditioning gym for athletes. And Metabolic Inc. delivers unparalleled strength and conditioning to an oversaturated, cardio-focused market. Hi, Brandon. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing great, Brandon. It's great to have you on the show. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, Brandon? I'm calling from beautiful Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, fantastic. And Charlotte is a beautiful place, Brandon. Uh, maybe we can go right back to the beginning, Brandon. You know, I, I always thought even like Metabolic, it's such a cool name itself. Maybe you could talk a little bit about the history of Metabolic, you know, and how this whole concept even came about. Um, yeah, so, I mean, the name, the M-A-D, is, is obviously, it's an acronym, 
used against the word metabolic, right? So metabolic conditioning, right. metabolic conditioning, and the and the MAD ends up um, <clears throat> working with our signature intervals. But my background in general was uh, professional hockey. About a decade ago, I played oh, wow. uh, in the minor leagues in North America, so the wow. ECHL and the AHL. That's great. Yeah, and in my final season here in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, while playing for the Charlotte Checkers, I met my business partner. Uh, his name's Kirk mm-hmm. DeWall, and we were both in our final season. So, uh, you know, transitioning into fitness was a bit of a risk. You know, we, we weren't sure if we could make it a career, but um, after a few years of experimenting with a few different concepts, we noticed this pretty big gap uh, in the industry. Mm-hmm. You had... You had like uh, the way I would call it. You had sports specific training, um, and then you had very generic um, boot camp style fitness right. classes that you would see at you know you'd see at your YMCA's, your Bally's, Total Fitness, like just more of mm-hmm. that generic boot, boot camp style fitness. Right. Um, but there was literally no um, high quality athletic strength and conditioning for for everyday people. Um, you had a lot of concepts featuring excess cardio, but no real emphasis on athletic movements, if that makes sense. Right. Um, It does. And then you also had, um, other concepts that would prioritize the leaderboard versus like a scoreboard versus the individual's uh, personal development. So sure. So we really wanted to, build a workout that kind of mirrored the professional training that uh, we were exposed to, but, but we also wanted to make it, make it accessible to everyday fitness enthusiasts, uh, many of right. them who come from a ton of different backgrounds. Did you see yourself, Brandon? I mean, were you surprised? I mean, in your days of hockey, you know, you played hockey for a long time. Um, I mean, did you have it in the back of your head that you were one day going to start something or go into your own business? Um, so in my off seasons, um, so when I was about 21 years old, right through 28, I actually did a lot of training to supplement my income. So in the summers, while I was preparing for my sport or the next season, it was a good way to train other players. And, and typically these would have been amateur collegiate players. So I had the background I had been doing it for a while it just at that point it was tough to understand if you could really make it a a career I think is the best way to answer that right that's interesting what did what did your days in sports or hockey Brandon did it teach you anything you know about you know life or, or going into your own business did you learn anything from that yeah, it's kind of funny. It's it's the way we run this company now. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm biased to my sport but i know this is not um this is not singular to to, to hockey i i could probably right. speak the same way with with football or, or uh, basketball or soccer but the idea of rallying around a singular game plan and kind of being part of a team has really it's become a talking point within our franchise group and partners you know that we right we do all of our programming from the top down and synchronize them across all locations. And, and, you know, they truly believe they are part of a bigger 
a bigger game plan. Um, so mm-hmm. I do think it, it has uh, it's worked really well for the way we work, for sure. How do you uh, describe Metabolic to a prospective franchise, Brandon? I mean, if you were at like a franchise show, you know, and someone came up to your booth, and the typical question is always, you know, so what do you guys do? Or you're you're in health and fitness. How do you? And you mentioned some of them, but how do you kind of distinguish metabolic from everything else that's out there? Well, the funny thing about fitness is, right, it's almost like politics or religion. People are very, (laughs) um, you know, they're very passionate about the thing that they they love. So I personally don't love to get too sales pitchy with what we do. I I generally like to ask people questions based on their experience and then try to, you know, speak to them in their own language, but mm-hmm. metabolic in general, you know, we are an athletic strength and conditioning uh, program for everyday people. Um, mm-hmm. Everything we do is built off of work to rest ratios. The intervals within our program, um, they are exclusive to our program and, I think the biggest difference with us, with what you see out there right now, um, right. especially right now in the fitness industry, there's this, almost call it like a pervasive misconception that more is better. Um, right. The more you sweat, the higher your heart rate, the more exhausted you are at the end, the more sore you are the next day, that the better the workout is. And, the reality is that it just couldn't be further from the truth. Um, you know, we, we believe better is better. Um, not more is better, but better is better. We use top down programming designed by me and my business partner. As I said, these are synchronized and implemented, implemented nationwide. Um, and the goal is to leverage this consistent result, based formula that again is athletic strength and conditioning for everyday people yeah i like how you said that better is better brand i remember i was reading um sylvester salone wrote a book many years ago i think that he called it sly moves but he, he said that also you know i guess he learned a lot you know because he's of course very big into health and fitness you know and in his earlier days i mean he used to work out like hours upon hours in a day and i guess he realized that at some point his kind of like what you said is it's not about you know putting eight hours a day into the gym you know he, he realized at some point that you know as you said better is better you know so i i, I think that's really clever it, the interesting thing about you know your industry brandon though is it, you know it seems to keep getting we've been doing the show now 12 years when i look at the numbers i mean it just keeps getting bigger and bigger there's always growth in your industry what is all the growth attributed to um yeah the fitness industry is huge right now and the the demand for boutique fitness is at an all-time high it is really Mm -hmm. interesting um i do believe there is there's a saturation for the excess um cardio focused kind of movement Mm -hmm. right now which is which is really huge the the cycle, the treadmill-based programs, the very sweaty, very community-based kind of workout. Um, right. But the number of concepts offering like str- like true strength and conditioning is actually very small, and that's right. you know, that's what excites us a little bit. We do believe we have this 
this niche. I don't want to use the word exploit, but there's just an mm-hmm. opportunity right now um, where many of these companies use uh, cardio as the priority and, and strength training right. as the secondary thought. And we, our strength and conditioning is the focus. So we always use the funny analogy. If you know, if you want that lean athletic look of an athlete, you honestly, right. you really need to train like one. And I think that's what we offer. Yeah. What's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you, Brandon, since, uh, you know, launching metabolic, I mean, I'm sure you, you probably have like a hundred different stories, but does anything, you know, kind of stand out over the years that you really say like, wow, that, that, that really amazes me. You know, I hate to be like cliche, but we, we Uh started with this just singular idea that, you know, me and my partner were confident in one another and we, we believed we could do something great in the Charlotte market. Um, And then to, once we made that initial impact to have the simple questions, do you believe this could, or would you ever consider doing this in another market? And then seeing, Mm -hmm. you know, our vision thrive in other markets. I mean, I, it's, it's funny, but like when I walk into an Atlanta or an Austin and we see our colors up on the walls and we see the trainers that we have trained it, you know, it is a, it's a very cool thing to just kind of sit back and oh, look yeah. at it at times. Did you know early on, you and your partner, Brandon, that, you know, that you, you were going to franchise the concept or were you thinking about, you say, okay, well, you know, this is successful. We'll, we'll, you know, open up another one. I mean, at what point did you say, okay, you know, franchising is a good fit for this type of model? Um, you know what? I think me and my partner are very um, honest knowing our strengths and also knowing our weaknesses, you know, I think right. we have a good head on our shoulders from like common, common sense decision-making. So right. what we learned early on was we think we're great um, leaders. You know, we can mm-hmm. lead by example, but we, we were not always the best managers of people. Um, right. So when we started uh, expanding our corporate portfolio and we had, even one location 90 miles down the road in um, Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, mm-hmm. The interesting thing was in Charlotte, we were able to show up at work, lead by example, and like our staff would kind of rally underneath us, right? And we just right, right. kind of, yeah, we kind of figured it out on the go where once we focused exclusively on bettering the package that we could teach to people and then not so much have to micromanage the business we felt Mm -hmm. that was our asset you know we could design the product we could train the trainers we could curate the workouts but then we could let the franchisees build their communities and run their business so i Mm -hmm. mean i'm fascinated with the you know the corporate store model i just think for our skill set franchising right. really made sense for us that's terrific what types of um, characteristics do you look for you and your, your business partner branded in your new franchisees do you look for any specific types of characteristics or traits uh yeah it's it's i think you'd call it um an athletic outlier or mm-hmm. particular maybe like a a former athlete or even um, right. I hate to use the word athlete because people think um, that 
I, I mean like a lifelong athlete. Like they've always prioritized their health and wellness. Right. Um, right. So that that seems to make a great uh, franchisee. They know what effective training looks like. They they're somewhat self confident, self motivated, entrepreneurial type people that they like to push themselves and they like to uh, push their clients. And the other thing too is, mm-hmm. and I know I've said this, but they understand the concept of team. And that's mm-hmm. just very, it's very much a part of our culture. Yeah. I think that's really important. What, what's the training like, Brandon? And I mean, once you decide, you know, you do indeed like them, they like you and they do want to come on board as a franchisee. How does the training work then? Do they come to corporate headquarters? Is that how it works? Yeah, we kind of break it down into two unique uh, things. We have more of a owner-operator training, which um, they'll receive an in-depth admin, financial, and kind of management style training. Um, even within their first year, they're part of a hands-on team that pretty much take you from signing your franchise agreement through the mm-hmm. construction process to the pre-sale like I mean like it's pretty much from signing pen to opening so mm-hmm. that's kind of unique and more owner operator specific and then we have right. a very hands-on um, the trainers training where they're taught how to leverage our internal training database with all of our methods video and movement patterns they're mm-hmm. They're trained here in Charlotte. They are actually trained by me and my partner to this day. So every single trainer on our floor at all 10 locations, like we've worked with every single one of them one-on-one. So it's, again, it's pretty extensive and and very comprehensive. That's terrific. How would you describe a a typical day for a a, a metabolic franchisee, Brandon? (laughs) Busy? (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's good. It goes by fast. But in a good way, like it's like we always yeah. make that joke. I'll take my I'll take my twenty four seven over over a nine to five any any day a week, right? So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I think um, yeah. most of our franchisees work full time in their business right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think as we scale, you will see that more of an investor mindset that that hires very strong teams underneath them. But but right now. Um, out of the 10 locations uh, is more of an owner operator model with the franchisee working full time in their business, managing one or two locations um, right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, they would spend the day leading the team of trainers and staff members who teach classes, interact with members and, and represent what we call the mad lifestyle. So kind of like walking the walk. Um but they also spend a great deal of their time developing their local community through social media, collaborative partnerships, and community-driven mm-hmm. uh, events and workshops. So one of the things we are known for within our communities is being very well tied into the community where we leverage fitness as um, not so much as competition, but try to surround ourselves with real great partnerships. So if you want to do a, a yoga class or a spin class, I guess they call mm-hmm. it a cycle class now, like we probably have a very strong relationship within that local metabolic community where you could go somewhere at a discount. Yeah. 
That's interesting. What advice would you give to our listeners, Brandon, in their quest to buy a franchise? Because now that you're in franchising, you know that there's a lot out there, and and, and you certainly Mm -hmm. have the traits of an entrepreneur. I mean, from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Um, so, you know, the one thing that's interesting, if you are a person that wants that creative voice and loves that putting your stamp on something and almost just Mm -hmm. that, I think the word is creative voice. Like the reality Mm -hmm. is, is franchising actually may not be for you. Um, And I think that's okay. Like you, you can go build something on your own, but sure. If you are similar, I would say to my partner and I that came from some type of team sports or Mm -hmm. organization team background and you you like this idea of a singular vision, a singular game plan and franchising can be great for you um, if if you're that. So, I mean, I think there's really two types of people in the world and I think you know, we started off wanting a creative voice that allowed us to be the franchisors, but we took it from that, you know, we could build a big giant team of people. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a way to kind of look at it. That's interesting, Brandon, as you're speaking, you know, I just even I'm thinking over the years, you know, the last 12 years, we've had a, a number of professional, mostly football players on the show, you know, and they've got into franchising as well, you know, and you always, I always kind of like wondered, is there that link, you know, that you learn from being on a sports team to almost like a, a, a nice transition to franchising? It almost seems like there's a little link there. And you've kind of mentioned that in the interview, haven't you? Yeah, it's, I can laugh at my own like career where <laughs> the, the, a common phrase in, in hockey is like stay in your lane, like, you know, do mm-hmm. What, what you're good at and what makes our team better. So there may be a type of player you thought you were, but for a specific team, you, you fill the role to make this team kind of better and you, you stay right. in your lane. So, and I think people get used to that concept of like, if I, again, follow this game plan and, and act a specific way and, and run the systems and provide the right kind of experience, like that makes the whole group better it makes the brand Mm -hmm. stronger so there has to be a correlation um and i gotta be honest it's it it's probably me being biased gravitating towards these kind of people as well but i also find Mm -hmm. them very easy to work with if that makes sense yeah, it does make sense. That's that's really interesting. What so what are Metabolic's plans for the future, Brandon? I mean, if you can look into that crystal ball, you know, three years, five years down the road, where do you see the organization? Yeah, so we um with uh with our new partnership with Z Growth, you know, we mm-hmm. um we're taking a much more aggressive growth strategy. My partner and I's initial goal was to get to ten locations and and we honestly believed if we could put together a group of 10 successful, profitable locations. We knew we would sit in a room with smart people one day, and we thought at that point we'd be able to make the right kind of decision. Right. Z-Growth, I, I can't say enough about what their partnership brings to our team from a level of scalability and experience. And it's just, it's very amazing 
to be in some of these conversations now with experts in every single field, you know? So it's, right. It's, it's just a great thing where, so the, the reality is, is our next priority is to triple our portfolio in the next 12 months. So we'd like to add 20 to 30 locations in the next 12 months. Um, uh-huh. And the ultimate game plan is to get to 200 units in, in five years. So, yeah, that's the crystal that's ball. I mean, it, it's exciting. It's scary. But, I I mean, we spent eight years perfecting the model. Uh, I know right. a lot of people early on, I think they grow and then figure it and then fix the model as they grow. And I think we did the mm-hmm. reverse where we stayed small, perfected the model and waited. And now we feel real, real good about where we want to take this. That's terrific. And, we, you know, it's it's been a common theme on our show, too, Brandon. You know, we've had a lot of franchises like yourself, you know, and they get to a certain point. And then, you know, you realize that, you know, franchising is, I hate to call it an animal, but it, 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 it's, it's, it is a different animal, you know, I mean. And uh, oh, yeah. so it looks like most of your franchises right now, you're kind of like an East Coast kind of franchise. And I guess you're looking to go all the way probably at some point, I guess, into California, aren't you? Yeah. And you know what? Um, so my business partner and I strategy, we – we were so focused on the individual, like opening with the yeah. right people that we, mm-hmm. we weren't too concerned with where to put the ideal location or market with our first time. Right. Um, right. I do know our growth strategy now is a lot more targeted. So like we do want to prioritize the markets and states that we are currently in, as opposed to mm-hmm. just kind of putting one-offs everywhere. But right. we have some, you know, like right now, we have some pretty strong leads. I'm fairly confident that we'll announce four to six more locations before the end of this year. And, um, yes, California is in the mix. Um, so that's very exciting. And, yeah, like I said, I, I don't think we're going to be overly picky, but I do know that we want to, as far as where we go, overly picky. But right. I know we want to start to saturate where we already have a name. We want to start looking at adjacent markets, and we want to start right. looking at things that are close by to kind of strengthen that metabolic name. That's terrific. What's the best way for our listeners, Brandon, to get more information on metabolic? Of course, as the franchise opportunity, but even the service itself. Are there any uh, websites that you can kind of direct them to to get more information? Yeah, so um, just metabolic, M-A-D-A-B-O-L-I-C dot com. And okay. there is a tab right at the top that says own a metabolic, and that will take you to a form that will send you a, a very nice brochure right to your email. That's terrific. Well, I've really enjoyed talking to you today, Brandon, and I'd already like to invite you back as you continue to grow because I think this is a wonderful franchise opportunity. Well, I really appreciate that. I enjoyed the talk as well. This has been my pleasure, Brandon, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes and Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? 
For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com. Or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews many years now, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes and lessons on our show. And if you go to our About Us page on FranchiseInterviews.com, you'll take notice on why we started the podcast and radio show, Franchise Interviews, and it suggests that every business has a story. And that's really been our experience in doing all of these podcasts and radio shows. It's every show we do, you'll notice that every franchisor, every franchisee has an amazing story related to franchising. Today's Great Quote in Franchising podcast comes from Tony Luffy. And Tony Luffy is the Chief Executive Officer of the Marlowe Investment Group. And the Marlowe Investment Group are franchise owners of some very popular franchise systems such as Little Caesars, Sizzler, Jack in the Box, Arby's, Church's Chicken, and most recently Sears Appliance and Hardware Stores. And Tony talks about the difference between opportunity and regret. There's another great quote uh, relating to opportunity. And again, we talk a lot about opportunity on a weekly radio show. It's said that luck is when opportunity 
meets preparation. But let's hear what Tony says about the difference between opportunity and regret. That we've been able to do in a, on a large scale. It's it's amazing. If you go back to the beginning, Tony, I mean, were your goals, <clears throat> I mean, today, I mean, you're, you're as large as like 200 plus units. But I mean, back then, I mean, when you go back to the beginning, I mean, w- was that your goal in the beginning? Or was this kind of like a just like a natural progression over time? It's both. Um, so. Really, when, when I, in the early 90s, when I finally became a partner, a 10% partner of a small company, I wanted to get to 50 units before I turned 50. So I don't know if that goal was really feasible in my head, but that was the dream. Um, But the goal, the the most important part of it was I wanted to be an entrepreneur, I wanted to be independent, and I wanted to allow my ability to manage people and work with people to, to develop into something that was bigger. I didn't know the size uh, nor did I plan for it to be a you know a number of revenue, whether it's ten million or five million, whatever it was. Right, it was right. really finding a way to make a living and support my family at the same time, satisfying my personal need, which is to be an entrepreneur. Um, and and really, once that took place, it was more about the opportunities that came our way. And I always uh-huh. say, the difference between opportunity and regret is being ready. So if you're ready, you see the opportunity as an opportunity. Otherwise, you spend a lifetime regretting the fact that you missed the opportunity. So, so to me, it's about being ready. And I've always worked so hard to make sure that we are ready for whenever that opportunity came our way. That's fantastic. We have this um, <clears throat> great quotes in franchising uh, podcast. We're gonna we're gonna put that quote in there, Tony, if you don't mind. I, I think that's that's very powerful. Maybe we could talk a little bit about um, your company. I mean, the Marlow Investment Group. I mean. The- if you'd like to hear that whole interview with Tony Luffy, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com, and you can go to our Franchises Listed Alphabetically page and simply go to the Marlow Investment Group, and you can hear that whole interview. Um, we have that interview also in our About Us page, and you can go to Franchise Interviews by category as well and go under the food category because that's where most of Tony's franchises are um, located within his portfolio. And lastly, we'd just like to thank everyone for making this podcast such a tremendous success. It's amazing how many people have listened to the podcast over the years so um, it's really been wonderful and we'll see you again soon with another edition of great quotes in franchising from franchise interviews take care everyone franchise interviews from eastern pennsylvania to sydney australia you're listening to franchise interviews franchise interviews